Welcome to the Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty, the pissed-off libertarian. Thanks for tuning in. Well, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hardcore Truth. I am your host, Rusty, the pissed-off libertarian, saying thanks for tuning in. Well, um, it's been an interesting week. A very interesting week. I'm going to dive into that here shortly. But I am going to start this episode the same way that I do every week, and that's thanking each and every one of you who takes the time out of your busy lives and schedule to listen to this little dumpster fire that I do every weekend. Uh, Without you guys, couldn't do it, and I sure as hell wouldn't. So thanks to each and every one of you. So we have a new president, President Joe Biden. Thought that would never, ever, ever happen. Because let's face it, the guy's adult. He's a moron. I mean, he's really no different than the last president. Let's be honest here. Okay, he's not. Except for this guy, he's more... What's the word I want to use? Lost. And damn near everything he does, says. It doesn't matter what it is. It just seems like he doesn't know where the hell he is half the time. And this guy is our president. So, one thing I want to start off by saying is, I'm not going to play into this bullshit. I'm not going to stand here and say, he's not my president. Look, we're Americans. Whether we like it or not, he is your president. I understand the election was all kinds of fucked up. There's a lot of shady shit that went down with it. But he's still the president of the United States. He is. And if you're an American in this country, he is, unfortunately, your president. So just like Trump was the uh, uh, president to all Americans, including the Democrats, whether they'd like to admit that or not. And the previous president before him, Barack Obama, he was our president too. So as long as you live in the United States, as long as you're an American, he is your president. So let's get that out of the fucking way right right here now. Let's not be childish about this stupid shit, okay? It's not the fact that he was the person that we probably wanted, but that's the person we got. And like I said... As long as you live in the United States and as long as you enjoy the rights and the freedoms that are given to us by our Constitution, by goddamn, he's your president. So stop acting like a fucking child. Nut the fuck up. Be a grown up. And just just do that. Okay, it's not the fact that you're selling out. If you're going to call yourself an American, he is the president of the United States. I will say, however, with that being said, that could just be in the name of things. You really want to piss off the establishment? You really want to piss off the government? Be ungovernable. Be ungovernable. But if you're going to call yourself an American, unfortunately, he is our president. 
So I wanted to get that out of the way. I wanted to get that off my chest. This episode is going to be interesting, to say the very least, because I have a lot to say. So a lot of this is going to be opinion and more based on society. But it is also going to involve everything that is occurring right now. So that's a little disclaimer on tonight's episode, just to let you know, okay? So let's dive right into it, okay? President Biden has been president for more for one week, and in one week, he has shown the country two things. One, with the stroke of, the, of a pen, you can destroy a country. And two, how devious and disgusting career politicians really are. Now, what do I mean by how, with a stroke of a pen, he could destroy a country? The entire time... The past two presidents, upon being sworn into office, they made one executive, um, um, they made one executive order. Sorry, I'm a little scatterbrained because I have a lot to say, so apologies. But within minutes of Joe Biden being sworn into president... He made 17. And at the, at the last that I have heard, it's continuing. So there's a couple of those that I want to touch on tonight. So like I said, day one, Mr. Biden signed 17 executive orders within minutes of being sworn into office further tightening the noose around Americans' necks with more oppressive laws, taxes, and regulations. Any of you who decided that it would be a good idea to vote for this guy and vote for this party, I hope you're happy because you're getting everything that you want, let alone the fact that you're getting everything that you want You're also fucking everybody in the process as well by making it that much more harder to survive in this country. It was already hard enough as it was with the ridiculous taxes that this country has, the illegal taxes this country has, the unconstitutional taxes that this country has. You you went ahead and voted in the guy and the party who keeps stacking that on. Us, the American people, for whatever bullshit reason you decided that this was a good idea to vote for this fucking hack, notable racist, sexist, and just all around fucking creep, you decided that this was a good idea. Now, the majority of the people I believe voted for Biden because it wasn't Trump. A lot of the people, a lot of the excuses that I have heard is that there wasn't a viable candidate. There was a viable candidate, but you guys were too chicken shit to fucking vote for her. Because he would have split the vote. Well, you know what? I guess it doesn't fucking really matter, does it? Because if her vote actually counted for shit, it would have split nothing. I've said it once and I've said it many, many times. Why is it if you're voting for one person, those votes go to that person? Or if you're voting for this person, 
those votes go to that person. But if you vote for a third party, automatically it splits the two people's votes and your vote only cast, uh, counts for maybe a half of a vote. That is the most convoluted and most fucked up thing I've ever heard, let alone it's a fucking lie. The reason why they tell you not to vote third party is because they want you to stay on the fucking um, reservation of the two-party system. They don't want an outsider coming in and shaking things up. And I'm not talking about an outsider like Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump was involved in politics, but more on a smaller scale. Because if you look at his history, he was a developer and he was a real estate agent in New York City. With that being said, he would to have had dealt with politics at some time. So to say that he was, wasn't in politics is a flat out fucking lie. It is. I, for one, never bought that. All right? Because you can't be in that kind of... In that kind of career and not have to deal with politics in some aspect. Okay? Whether it was getting getting permits, contracts, what have you. He dealt with politics at some fucking point in time and politicians as well. Okay? So let's stop being naive here. Donald Trump wasn't a true outsider. He wasn't. He was in the he was an outsider in the sense that he never ran for office. Okay, yes, he was a businessman, but he never ran for office. Maybe that's why a lot of people didn't like him was because of the fact that he wasn't your he wasn't a politician, so to speak. He wasn't a poli- he wasn't a D.C. politician. So, yes, he was an outsider because of that, but nothing more. Because let's face it. All right. Whether you love the guy or you hated the guy, there was some good that he did for this country. And that was in the economy. Why? Because he was a businessman. That's why the economy was doing pretty well until the pandemic hit. And that's a whole nother can of worms that I'm going to open up tonight as well. Okay. But I digress. He was, he was good in the sense with the economy. Everything else he fell short on and he was lax on, i.e. your Second Amendment rights. He was all too well, all too quick to compromise on those things. On two occasions, he did so. Not to mention, if he was so Second Amendment friendly, why would he appoint a gun-grabbing liberal as the director of the ATF. See, these are the small things that nobody was willing to talk about. These were the small things that, you know, Trump files refused to acknowledge. And see, and that's the one thing about that sets apart this podcast with a lot of other pod- political podcasts. I shit on both sides of the fence here. Because both sides of the fence are the reason why things are so fucked up in this country, okay? It's not so much a Republican versus Democrat thing or a conservative versus a liberal thing. They both equally fucking suck 
and they have done nothing for this country, let alone to protect your rights and your freedoms. Neither side has done shit about them. So let's move past the little fantasy that we got going on there. You know, liberals want to preach about taking the high road, but spend most of the time in the gutter. The conservatives want to talk, want to preach about taking the high road, but are too spineless to fucking stand up for anything or anyone. So people are left in this country with their hands in their pockets. Because with their hands in their pockets for a little while at least, they can hold on to the, to the money that they had worked their asses off to earn and protect it from, you know, the government of either side of taking more from what they already have. Because like I said, neither side has done shit for the American people in this country. Let's be honest. We have politicians who use things like Social Security like their personal fucking ATM. Both sides do it. Maybe one, one side more so than the other, but the fact of the matter is they still do it. Social Security is also a socialist concept, but I'm not going to get into that right now. Okay? That's for a different episode. But let's look at it here. It does not matter. When it comes down to the brass tacks of things, it does not matter what letter is after that person's name. It doesn't. Because their main focus, their main goal is how to get more power and how to keep it. They could literally give a flying fuck less about you. I have pointed this out I don't know how many times on this podcast. And I'm not telling you people anything that you don't already know. My job is to present facts or, and opinions and or opinions. And you do what you want with them. That's why I do this podcast. But I'm getting a little off topic here. Let's discuss some of the things... That President Biden has done for this country. People on, on the left are, call, are calling these things major victories, major changes. You know, oh, and how the, and the media just fawns over this guy. Okay? Just, you know, how they fawn over him. I mean, the, it's, it's already started. The, the, the disgusting puke fest that is occurring... In the media. And I would be saying the same thing if this was a Republican. Okay? So let's not get that twisted. But let's face it here. This guy has literally done nothing his entire career. Except possibly come up with the most racist piece of legislation ever known in recent history. But this guy is the... is heralded as the fucking savior of the United States of America. I mean, you, you literally have this guy who has been a Ku Klux Klan apologist. Okay. I mean, he gave a eulogy at a Klan member's um, funeral. He did. 
But since, you know, that, you know, since Senator Byrd, you know, atoned for his sins, I guess you could say, and begged, you know, to be forgiven, everything's okay. You know, I kind of find that funny. Because the one thing that nobody wants to touch on and what nobody wants to ask, or in, in any kind of seriousness here, is if this guy, literally, who literally had the blood on of, of African Americans that were brutally murdered, lynched, and killed, he begged for forgiveness because... Let's face it, he was dying and he was afraid of the afterlife and what was going to happen to him. Whether he felt that way or not, I can't contest what was in his heart, okay? But to me, it seemed like it was a publicity stunt at the very least. But my question to you, and I really want you to think about this. Senator Byrd, noted Ku Klux Klan member, was a recruiter for the Ku Klux Klan while he was in office, mind you. Towards the end of of his life, begged for forgiveness for the things that he did. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for that. That's great. If it's sincere. But he was forgiven. And we're supposed to just ignore that. We're supposed to just ignore the fact that this guy was a total piece of shit his entire life, but decided to change his mind right before he kicked off. Right before he got shipped to Box City, we're supposed to, you know, just forget everything that he did. Because he begged for forgiveness and he was granted clemency for the things that he has done. Let me ask you a question. And this is in all seriousness. If Adolf Hitler was alive and begged for forgiveness for what he did to the Jewish people and the Jewish people forgave him, we're supposed to be okay with that? Anybody in their right fucking mind would be like, like it would it would say absolutely not. He was directly, he was directly responsible for the slaughter and deaths of six million plus people. He was trying to exterminate an entire religion and race of people. Why would we, why would we forgive him for that? Ah, there lies the rub. So why should we give forgive Senator Byrd for the things that he has done? And a lot of people would say, well, that's apples and oranges. Not in my book, it's not. Not in my book, it's not. I don't care if it was the death of one person or six million plus people. You willingly take the life from someone because of the color of their skin or the religion that they practice? Fuck you. You're a sick bastard. And you deserve nothing but Just disgust. But this is the type of person that our president defends. Now, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Everybody freaked the fuck out because 
Trump, before, you know, during an interview before he became president, said the, the, um, said the phrase, all you have to do is grab a woman by her pussy. Everybody lost their collective fucking shit about it. Was it, wasn't an ignorant thing to say? Yeah, it was. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I'm not saying that it wasn't. But everybody jumped on that and wanted to lynch the guy for it. Okay? You see where I'm going with this. The hypocrisy is absurd in this country. It's absurd in this country. Joe Biden stood on the floor. Stood on the floor in Congress, I believe believe it was. He said, you know what the problem with you know what the problem with with uh, with uh, city mayors are? There are too many N-word mayors in N-word cities. Look it up; it's out there. This is the guy that's our president. Where's the collective outrage on that? Or my favorite gem: Where's the collective outrage when he said on television, in order to run a 7-Eleven or a convenience store in this town, you have to have a slight Indian accent. What the fuck was that? Was that not racism? Was the, I mean, in the very least, was that not some kind of bigotry? But yet this guy's the president and we're supposed to be okay with that. We're supposed to make believe that, that never fucking happened. The reason why I'm going into all of this, and I know you guys know this stuff, but I there's a point here. Okay, there's there is a major point here. This is the kind of thing that we have settled for in this country when it comes to people who are gonna run this country. You see what I'm saying? You have people like this saying things like that, Republican or Democrat. You literally have people saying these things because they know they can say these things and nothing's going to be done about it for the most part, depending on what your uh, politics are. Okay, you literally have people saying this, this, this kind of bullshit and nothing is being done about it. You know, it's. I also find it funny, too, that when Trump was still the president, people who supported Trump were called cultists by the left. Now, I remember the same kind of cult-like behavior when Barack Obama was the president. And I'm starting to see it now with Joe Biden. But you don't hear anything about that. Why? Because their guy won. And that's exactly what it is. And it's just astounding to me. Because those people who act like that when their guy wins, they see it as totally justified. But they're all too quick to call you names and make fun of you when it's not their guy who is in office. You see what I'm saying here? And the moment that you bring their shit back on them, they freak the fuck out. It's hysterical to me. This is literally this is literally the country that we live in now. This is exactly what is happening right now. 
And it's, it's sad. It really is. It's so sad, in fact, that we live in a country where political figures are godlike now. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. These people are not, these people are not man gods. They're not godlike. They're politicians. Their job is to bullshit you and tell you what you want to hear in order to get your vote so that they can gain more power and take more of your rights away from you. But us, the American people, fall hook, line, and sinker for this bullshit every single time. Okay? There's a reason why the the title of this episode tonight is called America the Duped. Because that's exactly what this is. We bitch, moan, and complain about the same shit every election cycle. But we don't demand for anything better. We're literally, we're literally given a shit show for people who are going to run this country. And we're like, yeah, okay, I guess this will do. We don't demand better. And like I said, the only reason why Biden won is because it wasn't Trump. I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody in their collective right mind would actually vote for this guy. Seriously, I don't. I refuse to believe that. I believe the reason why Joe Biden won is because it wasn't Trump. People settled. And that's the real psychology in all of this. You know, everybody wants to bang on about, you know, Kamala Harris, you know, being the first, you know, woman vice president. Well, you know what? You could have had the first woman vice president. But you guys mocked her and dismissed her and called her a slutty flight attendant. Talk about Sarah Palin. So does she not, you know, deserve any kind of, you know, credit for being the first woman to run for vice presidency? Guess not. I'm not. She's probably not the first. But what I'm saying is, does she not get credit for that? No. Why? Because her politics were wrong. That's why. Even though she was on the same ticket as a fucking, you know, government elitist. And that's what he was. I'm sorry. He was. John McCain was a fucking elitist. He was a globalist. That's what he was. He was a war hawk. He was a globalist. And he was just an all around terrible fucking person. That's just how that goes. I may catch a lot of flack for that, for saying, you know, well, he was a POW and blah, blah, blah. If you really read what had actually happened with that, you would understand where I was coming from. Look it up. It's out there. But that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about at all. This country is on a rocket sled ride ride straight to fucking hell. 100%. 100%. And it's been that. It's, it, it is not because Joe Biden won the presidency. No, that has been, ha- been occurring for quite some time. Back before even he was just the vice president, this country was on a rocket sled to, you know, to fucking hell. It's not just Joe Biden. Sure, he's going to expedite the process. 
Absolutely. With all these insane, ridiculous, fucking job killing, fucking uh, executive orders that he's writing. Oh yeah, yeah. Lunch bucket Joe. You know the guy who was for the you know for the working man for the working family. Yeah, one of the first fucking things he did was kill the the XL pipeline, which caused thousands of jobs for American people. Not only did it decrease. America's energy independence. But it killed off thousands of jobs for Americans. You know, everybody who, all the unions that were throwing their support behind this guy, he goes in and fucking kills jobs for them. Smart. It's really good. Just right there, just, just pissing in the face of your supporters right there, buddy. That's good politics, right? I mean, why not? They got him to where he wanted to be. So now he doesn't have any use for him. It's, it's, it's absurd. Not, I mean, not only did, you know, he kill thousands of jobs for working class Americans in this country. Not only did he take a major blow for energy independence for this country, but he also took a huge, huge source of money coming into this country. What do I mean by that? The XL pipeline, exporting of oil, gone. That pipeline, gone. Killed it off. Huh. Guess Lunch Bucket Joe isn't all that worried about the working working man after all, I guess. And like I said before, with this, one needs to ask, how is it that unions keep backing a party that consistently kill jobs? How is it that there isn't literal outrage at this by those same unions? Where is the collective outrage? I thought the union was a massive brotherhood. But you have this dick from Delaware coming in, just killing fucking jobs off. What's the plan here, Joe? You cost thousands of Americans, you know, their jobs. You want to give them other jobs? So you're going to take a lifetime. You're going to take a lifetime that these, that these people took to learn a trade. And you're going to force them to learn something else. Because it doesn't fit your political agenda. Who's going to pay for that? Who's to say that they're not going to excel in this new career that you have decided to push them into against their fucking will? Because you killed their fucking jobs. That was one of the, that was one of the executive orders that he, uh, that he wrote in. Another one. Let's talk about another one. Okay. In in keeping with traditional fashion, another another executive order signed was the immediate stop of the drilling for oil in Anwar. More jobs lost. And even less energy independence. It seems Mr. Biden is on a roll with making all an already bad situation worse in this country. 
by already difficult times during all, you know, already difficult times. And what do I mean by that? Okay. And this is where the, the whole societal piece comes into this. This country was affected by a pandemic. How is it affected by this pandemic? These same people in government decided that it would be a good idea to shut down the economy to stop the spread of this virus that is in this country because people were dying. Okay? I sympathize with those who have lost family members because of this virus. If the government would have done their fucking job to begin with, this would have been a much smaller scale than it is. But the government failed to do, do, to do their job because Congress was too busy trying to fucking impeach a president with no fucking proof. So instead of paying attention to what was go, actually going on in the country, instead of figuring out ways to better protect the people that they were elected to serve, they spent all their time and effort on a fucking wild goose chase. Whether you like it or not, the Mueller report didn't produce shit. There was no clear ties with Russia. But yet, the Congress decided to waste their time, effort, and your fucking money on trying to link him, Trump, to all of this. And couldn't find shit. And people died. That's what happened. So instead of just stopping what they were doing, it was full steam ahead aboard that fucking shit show. And more and more people started dying. So they needed to do something. Their response, shut down the economy. People are allowed to go to work. So you literally have millions of people out of work in this country because you're too inept and you're too fully ingrained with making a political point. You much rather have your constituents suffer to prove said political point. You have people who lost their jobs. And because they lost their jobs, they weren't, they weren't able to pay their bills. They weren't able to make the card note. They weren't able to make their mortgage. So you have people losing their homes, their cars, everything. You had all of this going on. Which, might I add, didn't help these people's um, sanity. You even had people who lost their lives because they committed suicide over the fact that they were that they had lost everything because their government decided that it was more important to prove a political point than give a goddamn about the people of this country so you have all of that that is happening you have all of that that is occurring in this country. And the first thing you do is take away more jobs. 
This guy is a fucking danger to this country. And all of you who support this are just as fucking disgusting as he is. Because this has nothing to do with America now. This is all about undoing what Trump did when he was in office. Let's face it, that's what this is. I'm not supporting Trump. I didn't support Trump. I didn't vote for him. But let's call it for what it is, people. The reason why they're doing this, the only reason why they're doing this, is to undo everything he did as president in order to erase his presidency. It doesn't matter to them if you lose your job. They could care less, and they're proving it right now. So all of you, especially if you were in these unions, all of you who voted for him, this is what you get. It may not be your union. It may not be your trade. It may not be your job. But it could be. And this is what you voted for. I guess brotherhood really doesn't matter much now, does it, when it comes to politics? Because let's face it, it's not Trump, right? It's not Joe Jorgensen, right? No. No. You get this moron from Delaware. And that's what he is. Sorry. He's a fucking idiot. Simple as that. This was also the same guy who got in, got into the face of a working class man and screamed, I don't work for you. Really? That's our president. Screamed in his face, I don't work for you. Democrats, please tell me. Tell me that didn't happen. It's, this this whole thing just blows my mind, people. 100%. It blows my fucking mind how people in this country have settled on that. We settled on that. We're literally in the middle, in the thick of a crisis in this country with people losing their jobs because the government wants to prove a political point. And we vote in a guy and the first thing he does is take away more jobs from people. We're... This, this, this isn't funny. But I literally don't know how to react to this. I really don't know what to say about it anymore. I don't. Excuse me. And sure, people can go ahead and say, well, you know, this is just, you know, well, it's good for the environment and blah, blah, blah. Look, the fact of the matter is we're in the middle of a pandemic. The last thing people need to do is lose their fucking job. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. 
I'm telling you, man. It seems it seems like Mr. Biden is on a roll with making an already bad situation worse in this country during an already difficult time. A country with people who are losing their jobs because of a pandemic worsened by politics or losing more jobs because of even worse politics makes a lot of fucking sense, doesn't it? Seriously. And just to prove to you, just to prove to you that all these these shutdown of, of economies in the states were nothing but purely political, for almost a year... For almost a year, we heard the governor here in New York, God Emperor Cuomo, saying that we we can't risk opening things up. We need to do this. We need to keep people safe, blah, blah, blah. Now that Joe Biden is president, he's saying that New York can no longer afford to keep their economy shut. We must open it, and we must open it smartly. Motherfucker, you should be in prison. 100%. You should be in fucking prison. That goes to show you right there that all these, that all of these shutdowns of economies and states was nothing but politics. A government that is more than willing to play fast and loose with your livelihood is a government does not deserve the respect from the people. It does not. So this is what I mean by you should become ungovernable. Because when you have a government who has little to no regard to you, your friends, your family, hell, even their friends and family, What good are they? What good are they? And this is exactly what I mean by this, people. These people do not give a fuck about you. And this proves it. This literally has proved everything that I have been saying during this lockdown. That this has been 100% political. And they proved it. And the sad thing about it is nothing will be done about it. Nothing at all. Simple as that. I just, I cannot believe That this is the kind of country that we live in now. This is literally something that you would would hear about in in a a bad movie. Seriously, like, I, I mean, or, you know, in some third world country. This is literally the same shit that you would hear coming out of... Coming out of either one of those two things. We were browbeated. And told that we were selfish. 
you know, those who wanted the economy back open, you know, those who wanted stores back open. We were openly mocked and made fun of because we wanted our economy to open. We were literally told that we were endangering people's lives and that we should be ashamed of ourselves. No, wrong. Wrong. These people, these politicians who have played fast and loose with your rights, they're the ones. They're the ones who are the danger. They are the ones who should be ashamed. I think everybody in this state, when they heard Cuomo say that, went through the fucking roof. This isn't the only state, I'm sure. Because there were other states who had lockdowns just like this one did. And now that their side has won and they have full control over the federal government, they can say and do what they want. Because they know that their buddies got their backs. Not the, they're not going to... They're not going to allow anything to happen to them until they disagree with them. And then they start eating their own because that's what the left does. The right does it too. Don't get me wrong. But that's what it boils down to. That's exactly what's happening. It's the buddy system. I mean, like I said... I can't believe this has happened, but I'm not surprised because I knew what it was when I heard it. This two week, you know, this two week lockdown that turned into a year. Yeah, might as well call it a year because that's exactly what it was. Almost. Like I said, if this isn't a wake-up call, if this, if, this, if this doesn't open your eyes to make you see that they don't care, that they don't give a shit about you, the only thing that they care about is getting more power and keeping a hold of it, like I said, that I don't know what will. And yes, something should be done about it. What? I don't know. But something should be done about it. Because things like this cannot happen here. It should not happen here. Not in the United States. Not in the United States. Not in America. But unfortunately it is happening. And unfortunately nothing's being done about it. It doesn't make any sense to me, people. It don't. In a grand scheme of things, if you look at it on his face, it doesn't make sense. But once you start digging deeper, you, you, you figure it out really fast. Because like I said, they have, open, they have control over the federal government. They can do whatever they want now. They don't have to hide their agenda. Because they have people who, who think the same way they do. They have this. They have people in positions of power 
who agree with them and will help them with their agenda to get it done. And that's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what we're seeing. But this is what was voted for. This is what the, this is what was voted for. <clears throat> it's the same failed policies, the same failed kind of government, which is more totalitarianism than before. It's the same thing over and over again. The only difference is the person has a different name. But this is what was voted for one in one fashion or another. Like I said, there was a lot of screwy things that went on with that with with the election. That can that can't be denied. That cannot be that cannot be denied. And no, this isn't, you know, people being sore losers. No, there was out and out fuckery that went on with that election. But I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you soon we're going to lose that. We're going to lose our right to vote. They're already making moves for it. They're already making moves on it. So I don't have to tell you that. You already know that. The way that these people are going to stay in power is by taking away your right to vote. In one way or another, in one facet or another, your vote will no longer matter. And it's as simple as that. And this is very dangerous. Because that means one party could stay in power for as long as they want. And this is the road that we're heading down in this country as we speak. And it's only the beginning of week two of this new president. And he's already making moves to form an actual, an actual dictatorship in this country he's only the puppet that's being pulled on the strings by his puppet masters but this is where this is heading don't believe me look at the things that are coming out I don't know, people. I have a really, really, really bad feeling about this one. I really do. I really, really do. This isn't going to end good for the average, average person in this country. It's not. You know, you have people going around saying that they're going to eat the rich. You know, we're going to eat the rich and everything like this. That's all, that's all well and cute and everything like that. 
But the person that you put in power is packing his cabinet with some of the richest people in the country. But you're going to eat the rich. Go for it. Have fun with that. Let me know how that pans out for you. I'm talking to you, you dirtbag socialists. You're, you know-nothing, dumbass socialists. And I don't care what fancy word, what cute word that you put in front of the word socialist. If you're a socialist, you're a piece of shit. Point blank. You're a piece of shit. In my book, if you're a socialist, you're no different than a fucking Nazi. Because honestly, the kind of behavior that I have seen come out of you guys is the same behavior that is coming out of the side that you that you call Nazis. You're taking the same you're you're literally taking the pages out of their playbook and applying it. But just calling it a different name. And you folks are some of the most disgusting individuals on the face of this earth. But Much like everything else in this country, nothing's going to be done about that either. So. Oh, how have we fallen. And it's a shame. It's a shame to say that. Because we never used to tolerate things like this. But Americans, for the most part in this, nowadays, have become fat, lazy, and fucking ignorant. And that's unfortunate to say. They've become complacent. Just as long as they're they're getting free shit. Fuck the rights and freedoms of other people, right? That's not how it should be. That's not how Americans should be. Simple as that. Well, folks, that's pretty much all I got for this episode. Um, Like I said, I'm sorry if it was kind of all over the place, but I just can't believe what I'm looking at. I just can't believe what I'm seeing in this country. And I'm telling you right now, if you're not worried, you should be. And because, and something else as well. And because, if, you know, if you are worried... If you are worried, you're smart. And don't let them make you feel stupid for being worried. Because you need to be. You need to be. So, with that being said, that's all I got for this uh, this week. Um, I hope I uh, brought off some thought-provoking uh, points. Maybe they, you all can share and talk to other people about, you know, because conversation is something that is definitely lacking in this country anymore. We don't converse the way that we used to, and we need to get back to that. Maybe handle it a little better than I do with, you know, less profanity, but I'm sorry, I'm just a naturally angry person, and that's that's how it comes out. So, you know, it's just one of those things, but... Um, yeah, like I said, that's all I got for this week. Um, tune in next week cause I'm sure there's going to be more things to discuss 
In fact, I know there will be. Because at this point, nothing is shocking. So, and we will be here to cover them. Just like we were with the previous administration. With their ridiculousness. We will definitely cover it with this administration. So, with that being said, y'all just take care of yourself and take care of one another. You know, stay vigilant, stay safe. And I'm telling you right now, if you haven't learned some kind of survival tactic or knowledge, now's the time to do it. Start learning how to survive because I have a, I have a sickening feeling that we're going to need it. Especially since they're, you know, this president, this new president is pounding the drums of war already and he's only been president for a fucking week. He's talking about fucking ramping up the numbers of troops into the Middle East again. So I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, be prepared. Be prepared for the absolute fucking worst. So, like I said, with that being said, you know, just stay safe, stay vigilant, be prepared. And, you know, keep your nose to the air, to your ear to the ground. And until next week, when I talk to you guys again, try to have a good week. I will talk to you next week. This is it for Rusty and, or this, well, you know, this is it. I am Rusty. For uh, the Hardcore Truth. I will talk to you guys next week. Stay safe. Rusty out.